Hey there, it's your girl Kamisha with another episode of Confessions of Adulting. Welcome to 2020, you guys. <laughs> Long time no here. I just wanted to come in and um, just speak to y'all for a little bit. It's been a few things that's been going on. Um, I feel like in the past couple days that I feel like it's important to talk about real quick. I try not to make it too long, but I just wanted to um, just put this thought in your head. And if you've ever been a victim of it, or if you know someone um, that's been a victim of it, please, you know, try to look out for yourself or look out for those ones. Um, there's no love like self-love in order to really be able to receive love from others you have to first know how to receive love from yourself um even how to even give it but it starts with you i um i was recently at my home and i came home early today on this day and my next door neighbors i started hearing a lot of commotion and this guy that, that lives there, I think he permanently lives there, but the girl, I don't think she does. Out of nowhere, I hear all this tossing going on, you know, all this movement. And she's yelling, give me my phone. He's yelling, shut up, bitch. Just going off. And the next thing you know that I hear him yelling even more and he's tossing her around. And then I hear her um, screaming and telling me to let me go, let me go. And he said, um, no. And he said, I'm about to F you up. You're going to die. You're going to die. I'm about to kill you. And she's screaming, help, help me, help, help me, screaming at the top of her lungs. So I go in the other room, and I call the police. I try to get the address, tell them, it's a, just make it an anonymous tip. I don't want to come into uh, my place, because then he'll know I call the police and everything. So I had this weird situation with the dispatch where she couldn't get the address right, which was crazy because I've given the address before and the police has come. Now, the last time the police came, this months, months, months ago. So it wasn't like this is a constant thing. Took her a minute to get the address and everything together. And I thought everything was good. Then she called me back and was like, they can't find the building, so I told them what the building was and stuff like that. By this time, it's like 20 minutes have passed, and I'm anxiously waiting while I'm hearing this girl still screaming, help, help. I don't know what in the world he's doing to her. I don't know if he's punching her, slapping her. All I hear is her screaming, and it sounds like he's pinning her down. By the time the police come, all I hear is a bang, bang, bang on the door. Whose door it is? My door. Not the neighbor's door. And I rush to the door, and I look at the peephole, and I hear the police say, nobody came to the door. I'm out. What? 
what? And it just, you know, I've already been disappointed before by law enforcement. Um, but it was just even more disappointing to have to witness those screams, to witness him threatening her like that. And I think it was a trigger for me because um, when I was very young, I'm going to say as as young as I could probably have a, a remembrance of a childhood of bits and pieces, I remember um, my first, I guess you could say, stepdad, and um, he was abusive, and the screams and stuff I heard terrified me. And I think um, I think confrontation is a big thing for me. People yelling and getting loud, I guess it triggers me back to that little girl and being back in that trailer and, and seeing those things and crying and, and all the things that came with that, the after effects and all of that, you know, parents don't realize, you know, kids can remember that young too, but, you know, at that time, that person had to do what they had to do, and thank goodness we got out of that situation, but I just want to say, there's so many um, women and men that are in abusive relationships, um, or whatever, with situationships, whatever. And it doesn't start with just abuse. It starts with mental abuse and verbal abuse, manipulation, all of that stuff is taken into account before the physical abuse even starts. And the worst thing you could do to somebody is jack up with their mind, play with their mind. And make them start doubting and questioning yourself. A lot of people wonder why. Why do you stay in a situation? Why are you? Why you won't leave? Why you haven't leave? I've even asked ones that I know. Why won't you just leave? Why would you just leave? And I just, you know, you have to sit back and realize a lot of stuff has put been put into effect before anyone saw the symptoms of it. You know, by that time, it's, it's almost seems like it's too late you know, to get someone out of that situation or to get yourself out of that situation. And I just say to you, ones that are suffering, that are victims, that want to be survivors, recall, recall any ounce of self-love you had for yourself and get the hell out of there. It's not worth it. I don't care how much money he has. I don't care how much uh, they do for you, what they have done, whatever. I don't care what mental situation he got going on or whatever. You get out of there because it's not worth it. It's not worth you punishing yourself. And please don't feel ashamed because you stayed as long as you have. Every moment is a new moment for a change. Don't allow this person to take over yourself, to take over your life. And I'm sorry y'all gets me emotional and choked up because 
it just breaks my heart that people are played on like that. That people don't know how to deal with their own issues and they take it out on others. And they become these bullies, these narcissists, these... I don't ever want to call anybody evil, but they have these evil ways about themselves and they don't even see it. Or some do see it, but they don't care. So you got to look out for yourself. You got to look out for yourself. Um, And I don't know if I ever shared this, but um, I am a survivor of sexual abuse. Um, probably was a survivor of physical abuse too. I'm starting to hear some things I don't know about my past. But, you know, I've been doing my work when it comes to that and working through that. But I will say to any survivors when it comes to that, depending on, um, when it happened, how long ago, how how many times it's happened, there's going to be a constant uh, worth ethic you have to put in to purge those pieces of trauma to you. And what I mean by that is that you may feel like you've overcome and you've come a long way, but then there comes times where you're reminded or you're triggered. And that feeling can come back over you again. And I just want to share with y'all to just fight it. Recognize it. That's an emotion. That is something that happened in the past and you're not there anymore. You survived it. You can move on. Um, I just recently watched the first season of Surviving R. Kelly. I didn't want to watch it when it first came out because everybody was talking about it and I've never been the person to jump on something right away when everybody else is jumping on it. I feel like I want to get to it on my own time. Just my rebellious side. And I also didn't want to look at it because I felt like it was going to, even though I've done, I've come a long way I still knew that stuff like that would trigger me. Um, I came across a clip on Instagram, and I saw one of the victims um, in a situation with another victim. And I just really felt for her. You know, she was fussing about something else between her and the other victim, but I saw her eyes. I saw her numb she had gotten. I saw how hurt she was, how lost she was. I just saw it all in her eyes. I saw her trying to keep a straight face and be strong, but yet felt like she was about to break down into a thousand little pieces. And I've just really felt for her. I felt for her so much. And so I decided that I was going to check out the um, that show. And I finished it all um, within this same night. And my gosh. Oh, man. 
is so sickening. But yet, I have heart for them. It's so sickening of how we don't realize how we can become monsters. Sometimes we have been the victim. And in our head, we're always the victim. And we don't realize when we don't work out that stuff how we can end up being the same monsters that hurt our that hurt us. There um my abuser had been hurt before in that way. And it's been an ongoing cycle, I guess you could say. And I've forgiven him. And more than anything, I feel so sorry for him. I feel so sorry that he was hurt and that he didn't get the help that he needed. And I'm just going to speak for um, the black culture. Black men. I'm not in a black man's shoes, so I can't say, I can't speak for them. But I see how, especially in the 90s, early 2000s, maybe it wasn't until now, now men are speaking up about mental health and stuff. But back then and everything, a man was told to, in order for you to be the man, you can't be emotional. You got to suppress. That anger, you got to suppress that confusion. You got to act like, you know, you good, you straight when you dying inside. And I don't, I'm not going to say that's just for the men, that's for the women too. I grew up with that um, thing of you got to be strong. You got to be strong even when you're not. You know, you can't let them see you sway. You can't, you know. But they never tell you, okay. Put on this front for the world. But you need to deal with that shit later on too. Not just keep putting on these masks for the world. And not deal with it. And so what happens is. Either you stay in a victim's mind. And you play along with that. Or you decide I'm going to take control back. But you take control back in a different way. By actually becoming an abuser. Nobody wants to admit to themselves that they're an abuser, that they're, um, that they hurt somebody, you know, they don't want to admit it, but it is what it is. And I think R. Kelly is just so lost. You know, I've heard little things about how he's been abused when he was younger and, I can only imagine how that was for him. And I lived in Chicago and stuff, and I saw how people operated, you know. Nobody was talking about no therapy. Nobody talking about you need to see somebody or talk to somebody. And then when you got people around you that's just yes men, or you got friends around you that they ain't dealing with their stuff either, it's just sickness. It's sickness. 
and it has to be stopped. We have to speak up and stop this cycle. We have to be brave enough to say no more. I will not take this anymore. And if you have those tendencies, please go see someone. I know it feels probably shameful, embarrassing, you know, but if you don't address it and get the help you need, things are only going to get worse, either for others or for yourself. I just, I'm just feeling for people that are abused. Even if you have not been physically hurt, but you have been verbally abused, um, mentally manipulated, emotionally tested, you know, gaslighting and all that, please look deep, deep inside and try to find any ounce of love that you ever experienced and just try to focus on that and realize that's not for you and get out of there. Do what you got to do. I'm sure it's not easy. I can't speak for anyone in that situation because I've never been anywhere. I have to run for my life or where I have to get out of a situation like that anymore. Um, But please get out. And if you need help and you feel like um, you don't have the people around you that will support you, believe you, then you get help because there are hotlines out there. There are chats. There's talk therapy. There are outlets out there. And I'm going to leave a link for them, for you all. But please, if you can't even get the support around it, reach out to somebody. Get the ball going. And I know that there will be somebody out there to help. I wish. I don't know what happened to the girl next door. I don't know where he took her. Because it went dead silent the rest of the night. I don't know where he took her. I don't know if she's okay or not. But I hope she is. I hope that she gets out of that situation. Because it's not worth it. I don't know what happened. But it didn't deserve for her to be pinned down. And be threatened that her life was going to be taken away from her. And that she was going to be killed. It wasn't worth that. And shame on this law enforcement. On their lax attitude about things. Shame on them. It feels like they rather clean up the mess. Then try to stop it before before it becomes a mess. And it's disgusting. Why even be in it if you're not going to do your job? But, you know, whatever. You know. And I will say to families and friends, if you have someone that keeps going back 
or hasn't left, just have patience. You know, you could tell them till they blew in the face, but it has to be a thing where they want to go, where they want it to stop. That's why I'm pleading more to the victims. Find that piece of love you have and get out. But please be patient with them. If they reach out to you, believe them. Help them. Try your best. And if you feel like there's nothing else you can do, then you get them the right resources so they can get the help they need. Or get them the professional help that they need. Let's just look out for one another. It's a lot of sickness going on um, in that way. And I wish we would do better. And I think we can do better. But again, it always starts with us. It starts with us again out of out of being the victim. And what I mean by that is getting out of that situation. And it also starts with the ones that are abusing. Accepting that you are hurting people. And you're not making it easier for yourself either. You're just putting yourself more and more into a deeper rabbit hole. So please just, it was just on my spirit. So, yeah, it was in my spirit um, to just talk about that. I know I haven't um, been around this month and a half. Well, probably going on two months. I've just been in um, reflection. So, that's why I've been in my um, And I realized also, in order to have somewhat of some quality to this channel, um, I think it's best that I don't do um, the podcast every week. So, um, you will still see me, but it won't be just as often, but, um, I'm still around and I'll be bringing more to you. Um, but that was just really on my spirit and I just really wanted to, um, just have y'all think about that. And if you know of someone or if you are a victim, um, just heed the words, um, that I've said. It's, it's an ongoing journey. like on most things, but we can all get through it, whether you are the prime person going through it or you're the one that's witnessing it because it's trauma to the witnesses to to have to see that or how to see someone they love go through that or just see strangers going through something like that, like with my neighbor, girlfriend. I don't know her. Matter of fact, I think our first exchange wasn't that too pretty, but I would never want anybody to get beat up. I would never want nobody's life to be threatened. Never. So just keep that in mind. But as always, I love you guys, and I wish you all the best. Peace and love. Bye.